Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Sands Pants Radio, Australia's most cowardly podcast network. Hello and welcome to Scaredy Boys, a podcast where three cowardly friends discuss horror movies. I'm Damien. I'm Sean. And I'm Tom. And for this episode, we watched The Witch. The Witch is a 2015 period supernatural horror film written and directed by Robert Eggers. It follows a devout Christian family who become exiled from their settlement and forced to live on the edge of an impassable wilderness. When the newborn son mysteriously vanishes and their crops begin to fail, the family turns on one another, leaving them prey to a force of inconceivable evil. First things first, Zoe's here. Hey, hi guys. <laughs> We're very happy to have our first scaredy girl, yeah. I guess, on the podcast. Zoe Bolotta. Uh Zoe's a brave girl. I fear nothing. Let's establish this straight off the bat. This is another one of our brave friends. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was going to be my first question to you, Zoe. What What is your experience with horror? I love horror, so I'm a bit of a whore for horror. Okay. <laughs> um, when, when you guys mentioned you were doing this show, I was like, and here's a list. Go nuts. Have fun. Yes. You gave us a very thorough list. We basically picked out the ones we thought were the most gentle, I yes. guess. Yeah. Well, I got a text from Carney earlier in the week just saying no to one of the films <laughs> I suggested. Yeah, that sounds about right. Was this originally? Because there was an original list and then I think we looked at it or maybe just I looked at it and was scared and thought, if I shut my eyes, this will disappear. <laughs> and then eventually we we came back and uh, and we ended up picking... One of the ones that you mm. suggested. Oh, God. None of them were fun. None of them were fun. Looking at that list, there was not a single movie on the list you get. And it was like, it was a, I think it was a handwritten list, too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you put some work in. There was like eight choices on there. And I was like, all these sound like they're f- like fucking nightmares. It, it, it was like, um, so my favorite, favorite horror film is The Taking of Deborah Logan. Mm. And there's something about it, like, it fucks me up like i find it scary and like oh, that's one of those things no. where when a horror fan is like i found it spooky yeah it's not a good introduction to horror it's like a quite no. intense well we did we did actually know that was your favorite and um <laughs> last time we were recording we actually said oh well, let's let's look it up and there was basically a series of images of like the cover i guess but basically it showed the monster let's say straight away and mm. and we'll just I was just like, no fucking way, no way, that looks nah, awful. That movie would be good if it was 10 seconds long and the whole 10 seconds was just someone putting a bullet in that woman's face. <laughs> yeah, because the, the titular Deborah Logan is that iconic woman from Shutter Island just kind of doing the shh oh, whisper. Nah. So she's already quite uncomfortable to begin with and then they're like, let's give her her own movie. And it's fucked up. I remember my, my I got into horrors because of my ex and the way he taught me, he, I, I do think it is one of a, re- a really good way to approach horror is watch them when you're hungover. Okay. 
Because you don't give a fuck if you die at that point. <laughs> that yeah. is, that's really good. You've already faced death the night before. This is this is nothing. <laughs> yeah, this is easy. What are you gonna do? You're lying in yeah. bed, like the rings happening. You're like fucking. Oh, I'd love to die. I'd love to. <laughs> Come on, Samara. Come and get me. Come on, Sammy, baby. <laughs> that is actually brilliant. So that's how I I was I was once a scaredy boy. I will admit it. Okay. I was once a scaredy boy uh, up until I was about twenty two, oh. and then this this guy I was dating was like, oh, approach it like this, and we would just watch horror movies every like Sunday morning, and eventually <laughs> you just get so desensitized to them that I was like, all right, I enjoy this now. And so Deborah Logan was something I found and was like, oh my god. I'm obsessed with this film. Mm. You have to watch it. And I put it on for my partner at the time. And then I immediately fell asleep. Oh, <laughs> shit. Okay. And <laughs> I was like, best movie ever. <laughs> and he woke me up like an hour and a half later, like shaking me. And he got like real close to my face. And he was like, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we weren't letting you subject us to that. That wasn't that wasn't gonna happen. No, not yet. You got to get a bit stronger. Yeah, not you gotta yet. Got to get a bit stronger for for the good horrors. We pushed that to the bottom of our list for sure. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely a short list of movies that have been recommended either by friends like you or or just people emailing in or whatever. And there are some that mostly Sean and I. Tom's a little bit braver, but mostly Sean and I refuse to watch. Which that one yeah. is now on that list. <laughs> so you say that I'm braver than you, but I was just watching trailers of horror movies in bed the other day, and I had to. Turn the light on for an hour before I could go to bed. <laughs> Good Just boy. trailers. Just trailers. A minute. Didn't even see anything scary. Yeah, yeah Zoe, Midsummer is the hill Damo and I are going to die on, I think. Yeah. I watched that with my mum and my brother, and it's a comedy, right? Tom. Has a happy ending. Has a happy ending. It, oh. I found it so funny. I thought it was the funniest movie I'd seen in a while. Me... My mom, my little brother, like, and not uh, like my little brother's 25, so he's not like a little, little brother. <laughs> my 10 year old small brother watching a horrific movie. Enjoy. This is our family. Creating some great family memories. That's my kind of family. Like, my, my parents figured out that I had like an interest in cinema quite young, and that I was about nine, and they were like, here's Pulp Fiction. And I was like, okay. Right. And like, here's The Ring, and here's some like really iconic films, and I was like, yeah. Okay, and I would just watch, like, Psycho, I think I was about eight years old when I watched Psycho for the first time. Mum's like, it's very important. It's yeah, very yeah. important cinema. And I was like, okay. Good parents. So this was during the point when you were still a scaredy boy. Yes. So can you tell us about that, of of the point where you're basically still at the mentality that, that we possess, where you are genuinely afraid? Can you remember what that feeling was like? Yes. Yeah, so we, I watched The Ring when I was about nine. Oh, no. Nine, ten. Bad. That's too early. Oh, my God. Probably what started me on the path of being a scaredy boy, like, I watched it. Yeah. Um, and my dad, I remember my dad being like, yeah, it's fine. Like, cause my, my parents were like, oh, do you think she'll be able to handle it? My dad being like, ah, hmm. it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't because oh I didn't God. sleep in my own bed for three months. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like, I would just, like, go to bed in my own room, but then I would wake up in the middle of the night and be like, nah, and, like, crawl into my parents' room. And then after about three months, my parents, like, sat me down and were mm. like, stop, because we need to sleep. Yeah. Wow. So desperately we need to sleep. That's on them. No, that's on them. They've, that's, this is what they've created. They've got to absolutely fucking cop it. Yeah. 
It's called consequences. Did they apologise to you? I, they never apologised. They never did anything, like, more than just kind of be like, meh. And then we just yeah. kind of avoided, I avoided horror for about 10 years. I was like, nah, not my jam, not my thing. Um, and then, yeah, got reintroduced to it and started a new love affair. Interesting. Can I ask you, Zoe, have you rewatched The Ring since? No, no. Will you? No. Ever? No, ever. Never, never. That's oh, like, there okay. are two childhood scarring movies. It's that and James and the Giant Peach, which like scarred <laughs> me as children. And I refuse to watch them as <laughs> James and the Giant Peach. Zoe, how about this? That is, also, that's very interesting. How about this? How about this? We'll do The Ring for this show and you can be on that episode. You've got to watch it. And in return, we'll do the taking of Deborah Logan. Oh, oh. I, I, that's totally fair. That's oh. totally fair. Excuse me, a, Sean. Sean, uh, don't speak for all of us, Matt. <laughs> like, yeah, hey, Damo. Um, what do you reckon for this? I think Sean's dug his own grave. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just be, oh, it'll just wow. be Zoe and I in that episode. <laughs> Carney's crying. I'm like, God, it's good. <laughs> well, if that's the case, I want us to all. Watch it together. So, yep. one, we get to experience you watching The Ring. And two, I'm hoping having someone in the room who's watched it and loves Deborah Logan, that you will help lower the fear levels for us. No, no, I'm no, hoping. no, no. I, I know I know exactly what will happen is that while we're watching it, when something fuck's going to happen, you'll notice that Zoe will stop watching the screen and start watching us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that does make me anxious. Yeah, I don't like no, that. That's good. That'll help. That'll help us. My brother made his friends watch it recently mm. and he has a friend who's a scaredy boy and he everyone else had fallen asleep and they were watching this film and I was like, yeah, it's the best horror film, like it's super scary. And this guy was like, oh, okay, okay, I'm I'm happy to do it. Mm. I'm I'm happy, but but I draw the line at snakes, like snakes really freak me out. And my brother was like, yes, there are no snakes in this movie. And of course, it's all snakes. It's all like serpentine kind of uncomfortableness. Oh. And this poor kid was fucking cheeky. Yeah, was just like crying. He was like, "Mate, you said there wasn't any snakes." And my poor brother had genuinely forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "Oh no!" I was just close to saying the lesson here is your brother's a dick. But no, okay, if he generally forgot, <laughs> just a right. dumbass. That's worse because the, there's no way as a friend you believe that. Oh, I genuinely forgot. Mm. Fuck off. Friendship over. <laughs> Zoe, had you had something in your life with snakes that had like set off that fear or was it just like a movie fear? I don't know. It was like a, a mate of my brother's. I think it was just like, well, we grew up quite rural. So snakes are a, a terrifying reality for us. So mm. like, yeah. it makes sense to be scared of snakes where I live. Yeah. That actually brings me to my next question, Zoe. What scares you now? Mm. Now that you're no longer a scaredy boy. Butterflies. What? <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> Not moths. I'm really Sorry, of not moths. Not the fucking kamikaze ones. The actual <laughs> lovely butterflies. Um, yeah, if you want to see a grown woman cry, please just take me to the the butterfly enclosure at the zoo, and I will just tear up, possibly cry in the spider enclosure because okay. that's where I will feel safe. <laughs> <laughs> see, I, I can't even think like the. If the three of us were to go to the butterfly enclosure, yeah. that would just be a lovely day out with the last Best day ever. Yeah. <laughs> three boys having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> that is my literal nightmare. <laughs> and so where does that come from, do you know? Who knows, man? Who knows? So I, it stems from moths. Like, I'm not a huge moth person. Yeah. Um, and, and I have a bunch of weird brain, like... Obviously, moths and butterflies, I've just got a dumb brain and my, my brain has been like, moth and butterfly... Same thing. But they're so pretty. <laughs> but are you more scared of butterflies than you are of moths? I encounter butterflies more often than I encounter moths. 
Really? I don't like they they have too much they have the audacity to land on me and I've got no time for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Look, out of all the things you've got to say then, butterflies would have been pretty low on my list. That that has blown my mind. Yeah, that wasn't even on the list. <laughs> no, well, yeah, that's true. It wasn't even on the list. The nice, it's on the calming list of things you do after right. you get scared normally. Like, think of butterflies and I'm just, like, crying even harder. <laughs> You're like, oh, give me some Deborah Logan. I just watched, I just saw some butterflies. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, give me, give me some pure gore. I'll feel better. <laughs> Actually, no, I was having a panic. This is a very mm. off topic, but same kind of thing. I was having a panic attack the other week mm. and my dad, like, because I'm quarantining with my parents at the moment, my dad walked past and he was like, hey, kid, do you want to watch The Wire? Would that make you feel better? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'd like to watch an Emmy Award-winning bleak crime drama set in Baltimore. (laughs) It's like, do you need to calm down? Do you need to calm down? Did you like to learn about the drug trade in Baltimore? I'm like, yes. (laughs) Do you need to see all the ways Baltimore is just basically (laughs) fucked? So calming, thank you. <laughs> Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burroughs Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. All right. Well, should we get into a bit of the witch? Yes. The witch. Um, hey, Zoe. Mm-hmm. First of all, as is customary when we have a guest on this show, fuck you. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Zoe, I don't really have a problem with you. Um, you know, you like this movie? Good for you. Good all choice. Right. Oh, it, you know what? This was, it's, I think it's a very artistic film. I think yeah. like cinematically it's a good film. And I think for a horror, it's not super scary. So agreed. It's a nice. I agree with that. Yeah, I was, I was thinking that. But then, yeah. then like you know, so it's going along. There's no relief. There's just tension forever. Yep. And then Black Philip fucking speaks, doesn't he? Mm. <laughs> fucking malignant piece of shit. That voice. That that voice just. No good. And the problem is I was really enjoying the film and I'm sitting there going, this is a really well-made film. It's so good. I can never watch it again. I, no, no, thank Tell me, you. boy, do you want to live deliciously? Oh, no. No, I don't, Black Phillip. <laughs> I laughed. I laughed when he spoke. I'm going to be honest. What? Connie, are you a brave boy now? What happened? No, I think I had a one-off incident where I'm a brave boy. Going into it, right? Because, Tom, I think you'd already seen this one. Is that right? No, I watched it first out of the three of us. You watched it first, Dave. I watched it. You guys were sort of talking about it but not spoiling anything in our little group chat. And I was getting really worked up because it looked terrifying. I didn't know much about it because I didn't want to know much about it. I just knew that it was a witch and it looked scary. And then um, I talked my girlfriend into watching it. I sort of told her what it was briefly. And she was like, yeah, I'm in. Let's watch it. And then all day I was freaking out because we're going to watch it at night. Yes. As you should with all horror films, I think. Yeah, agreed. Mm-hmm. And watch them in the day. Lights on. <laughs> Sun's out. Sunday morning, hungover. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the new that's the new strategy. But before we watched it, I'm freaking out a bit, and she just goes to me, and this isn't like a this isn't a new strategy, but this is just what she does. She goes, I just literally go, that is not real. <laughs> Nothing I'm watching is real. It's fake. It's a movie, and like you, it can't hurt you. It's just a it's just a movie. Just you know. Switch that part of your brain off. And I did that. And um, we just like were laughing at Whoa. certain things that were happening in it. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, in like the first shot of The Witch from behind, and it's like the naked old lady, and she's got yeah. like these strands of hair just stuck to her ass. <laughs> we just laughed. We were just like, that's funny. Yes. After I got past the bit where the witch was like, there was the blood of the baby, and the witch yeah. like chopped up the baby, I guess, or killed the baby. Mm. That was the only unpleasant oh. bit. The rest of it, I was just like, ah. See, I, I had literally the opposite experience to that. So I, I watched it. Obviously, because we're all in quarantine, the three of us can't watch movies together like we normally would. That means that my wife, Holly, has to watch them with me because fuck off watching them by myself. Uh, Which she's not happy about, by the way. So, she kind of blames you guys for that, just FYI. Um, And so, we watched it together much like you did with your partner. But she's a bit of a scaredy girl as well. So, we kind of just fed each other's fear throughout it. And then even following the watch, the other day, we just went for a walk, Holly and I, and she kind of turned and said to me, she's like, to be honest, the witch hasn't left my head yet. Like, she was still mulling over it, and it actually had a lasting, lingering effect. Wow. And what she said, and I actually agree with this, is that it wasn't even so much the supernatural side of things. It was the devout Christianity mm. and the way they all kind of turned against each other because of it. And it was just, that That to me was, yeah, that was gut-wrenching, which I think sounds like a Robert Eggers kind of thing now that's that's his go-to like the lighthouse and what have you he loves having people talk in weird like old speech that was great yeah because i think i read that um basically he'd done a crazy amount of research leading into it and a lot of the lines were taken from all these different texts and scripts and all these sorts of things that he had found but i agree to me that actually really added to the realism of it and especially especially that devout christianity and the way they're all so genuinely like fearful and I think also for me, so I was raised in a pretty Catholic household. We've since basically, all of us, all my family has basically shed that at some point since then. But when I was a kid, I remember believing all of it because I'd been indoctrinated into that uh, Catholicism. And I remember just being more scared than anything by the idea of God and Jesus and my sins and all the rest. So especially when that when they had the conversation in the woods with the son and the dad... And they're talking about, well, if we're all born with original sin, does that mean Sam, the baby, was born with original sin? Does that mean he's in hell now? <laughs> I remember basically having those thoughts just in my private little four-year-old brain or however old I was and just being terrified. Like, like it, it wasn't comfort-giving. It was just fearful and guilt-ridden. But that's Catholicism, baby. It sure is, girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a real mess. It's the real witch god. Is that, is that the message of this movie? <laughs> Satan actually is the good option. Black Phillip and say all that shit. They're the great choice. One, you get to fly. Two, no clothes. Clothes optional. Three, your best friend's a goat. Mm. You believe in God, fucking awful. <laughs> Everyone who loves God, dead. And it is one of those things, like, because the reason that they're all alone is because they're so pious. Mm. They're next level pious. Yeah, exactly Yeah, that. they're next level. Like, And so even the town folk, like, which you can imagine at that time would already be quite religious, like they're looking at these people being like, no, nah, we're, we're better, we're going to go and be alone. So it's like not only did their religion like ostracize them from other people, it then started making them ostracize themselves from each other. Yeah, you're dead right. It really eroded their whole family unit from the core. I mean, losing the baby definitely didn't help the situation. But as soon as that happened, then they were... they Like, really, the witch and, and uh, Black Peter? Black Philip? What was it? Philip. Black Philip, the goat. The fucking the, the awful, awful goat, goat man. man. They didn't really actually have to do that much. The family actually splintered <laughs> itself. Well, I mean, Goat Man's been talking to the twins well, that's since true. day dot, just yeah. having little whispers, you know... 
They sing those awful songs to him and then he gores the dad. Fuck those twins, man. All twins are evil. Okay, well, hold on, Cardi. I think that's that feels like a dig. <laughs> no, I agree. Twins, bad. No no yeah. twin is good. Yeah, some twins are lovely uh, and you're good friends. <laughs> so let's just be careful with our words. <laughs> um, goats are bad, though. We can all agree on goats, yeah? Mm, totally. I, I'm surprised it got to the point that they didn't slaughter the goat. They're ready to throw their own daughter into the fire as a witch, yet... The goat's been talking to the children and no one bats an eye. But that's how powerful their faith is. Mm. That's true. Like, they're to the point of being unhinged. Yeah. And can I just add that the actress who plays the mum, I can't, I can't stand that actress. Yeah. And so I, I, I couldn't stand the mum. And I was just like, why are you being so mean to your daughter? And when her boobs got pecked out by the, um, the crow baby, I was just like, good. <laughs> Hurry it up. Speed it along. Get rid of her. That's the second time we've seen her do creepy breastfeeding because she was in Game of Thrones. Mm. Yeah. And she was the mum. She loves playing a person who hates her own family <laughs> and breastfeeds fucking weird. Yeah, that's a real niche market. Yeah, like they wrote this role. They're like, oh, who do we need? <laughs> I said that to my girlfriend while we are watching it. I'm like, man, does this woman just breastfeed in every role she has? <laughs> fucking hell. It's her go-to, mate. She, look, she nails it. It's happened twice. <laughs> it, was a, it was a very good yeah. cast, like even um the boy who played Caleb, oh yeah, I was blown away. He was amazing, and especially when he was in the throes of of death and like oh. reciting all that those words. I don't even know what it was, but like that that haunted me. That was awful, and he just looked so happy. But talking it was about terrible. how he can see Jesus and he's in love with Jesus and Jesus is going to touch him and save him, and you're like, this is bad. This- Get out. Yeah. Go back to town. Yeah, that was mm. awful. But like the kid. Delivered because I, you said, Carney, that you obviously have a point where you're like, oh, I'm not believing this. I was all in because the setting was so well done and the the, the yeah. language they used and they're literally like even like the clothes they'd got this special seamstress who had done all this crazy research and literally like developed fabrics that we don't really use anymore and just to make the clothes. So like all of it worked. That in that moment, I believe it. I believe that this family. Like, it's almost like we're watching a documentary from this time and this family just falling apart. But yeah, that scene in particular, I think, really got me. And then obviously with the the twins and them not being able to say the um the our father, I think it was, mm. which I also read. That's that was a real test to basically test people who were taken by the devil. If they couldn't, apparently the the idea is that they couldn't recite a whole our father. And if that was the case, their demons spawned. Get them out of there. Lock them in that. Lock them. Lock them in with the goat. Lock them in there. That's a <laughs> smart idea. Yeah. I don't understand why they locked the eldest one up, though, because she's totally able to, because I, I knew that information as well watching it, and she was able mm. to recite the, the whole thing. No, nah, but they think she's a witch. But wouldn't she? They're convinced by that point she's yeah, a they witch. Just, oh, they, so they nothing just didn't she, trust her Yeah, anymore. nothing she'd do would unconvince yeah. them. The no. dad, the, the, there's that really nice moment where the dad takes her out of the house um, and the mum's losing her fucking mind. <laughs> yeah. The dad takes her out and he's like, are you? Mm. Like... And she's like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Like, you're, it's you. You're a fucking piece of shit. You brought us out. Like, her, that scene is so mm. good when she's just like, nah, fuck mm. you. And then you see, because she's doing that, you see in his head the idea of being like, this is yeah. witchcraft. Yeah. She's, yeah. She's, she's, she's the witch because she's saying these awful right. things to me, her dad. And it's just, it's, it's yeah. That's, that's the part for me that was really scary mm. is I was like, no one is listening to anyone <laughs> and you're all fucked. This is all yeah. on you. <laughs> Yeah, I agree, Tom, because the dad had always been really sweet and defensive towards his daughter, even when the mum was kind of losing it a bit. 
So as soon as he, when he kind of, yeah, turned and started believing she was a witch and kind of like almost went to attack her, that last little part of me died because I was like, nah, he's, they're, they're all right. They're, he's a good dad. He's way too pious, but otherwise he seems to generally love his kids. Well, I mean, he, he's a good dad, except he is happy for her to cop the blame about that cup. Mm. Well, that's the silver true. cup. Yeah, yeah. He's a coward. He's a coward. He's a coward. Yeah. He's, he's afraid of his wife. Yeah. Damo, you, you could relate. You've probably been there. You probably, you probably sold your wife's special, what was it, a silver cup or something? Yeah, <laughs> I do that all the that time. You can't use. Uh, yeah. uh, this, I'll tell you what they did do that I really liked is that uh, mm. Eggers has clearly gone down and just jumped, opened a book and been like, okay, he's done a lot of research on witches. He's done a lot of research on the period. Fantastic. He's also researched what animals have the worst eyes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Goats, rabbits, tick, tick. It was a hare. Not a rabbit, just fire. I have a rabbit and he's adorable, so that's why I defend rabbits. Um, but I agree that, like, I actually read a thing uh, where they they talked about the animals in this film, and that their hair was like really well trained, and so they could really do a lot with it. Where the goat was just an asshole, and so they actually had like way more stuff planned for the goat, but he kept just being a prick. He was just a cunt to work with, and that makes me so happy. Right. Like one of the scenes where he's like. Full on rearing up wasn't planned. That just they happened to yes. catch that. Yeah, I'll like that. that too. We'll just do- go. Yeah. Well, yeah. Good. He's meant to be a bit of a dick, so we'll leave that in. He wanted a trailer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a prima donna. <laughs> he wanted to be top built. He wasn't, and he was filthy about it. <laughs> He's on the poster, isn't he? He is. Yeah. He, he, he got is that. the poster. Yeah. There you yeah, go. He yeah. got the last laugh. That's, that's what they settled on. He one day he refused to come onto set until they agreed to put him in the poster. <laughs> <laughs> How many of the cast do you think Black Phillip killed that they kept like just, they just kept it quiet out of the media? He's killed a lot. He literally killed them. Yeah, I did notice. I felt like those two twins were different actors about halfway. <laughs> but I don't know twins and how they work. That's my that might be how they roll. So I didn't pay any attention. Yes. Yeah. All right. So we always ask the questions though. Were we scared? So I want to ask you first. So the first time you watched this film, were you scared? Nah. Nah. Okay, that's a simple no, yeah. Sorry. That is fine. Nah. I will admit that I, I started dozing off the first time I watched this. Really? I liked it cinematically. I think it is a very good film. Um, but did it spook? Mm. Nah. Not so much. Nah. It's in scariest shit on Supernatural. And so, Carney, you were also a no. Yeah, I'm a no. Um, <laughs> the only thing I found unpleasant was, yeah, when the baby died. After I got through that bit. Yeah. Nothing in the movie scared me at all, which was um, interesting. I did not expect that. Okay, it's the new. Su- it's this new superpower that I've got. Yeah, I feel like you cheated. I didn't cheat. You used a cheat code. I don't think it's you. I think it's your girlfriend. I think that's. I think she gives you strength, which is kind of lovely. To you know, be honest, when she explained her method to me, she said, "But like, she brought it up as if it's a bit of a curse." She's like. You don't really want that, though, because when you watch a horror movie, you want to experience all the emotions, mm. and part of that is the fear. Yeah. So, if you can switch that off, it's good. Um, I will say that she probably switched it off for the bit where Black Phillip mm. um, killed the dad, basically, because she jumped out of the chair. <laughs> and I just copped it. I was just like, yeah, whatever. I'm brave now. <laughs> oh, are you? For one movie. So cocky, brave. so quickly. Are you, you going to go watch no, Midsummer after this, Sean? <laughs> 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 no, I won't, never. I just want to say this in terms of the scariness of it, is that while I, I really enjoyed it and I did find it quite scary, mm. there's one thing that has been bugging me the more I've thought about it, in that this movie could be so much more effective if they don't mm. show that old woman in the house. Agreed. So the whole time, the audience is like, hang on, is Thomason actually the witch? Tom, 
100% agree with you, man. That's what the movie should be. You shouldn't see the witch take the baby or kill the baby. Baby should just vanish, mm. and then the whole movie, while her family is turning on Thomason, we should be as well. We should be like, whoa, is she the witch? Yeah. What's going on Right. Here? We're in the 100%. mindset of the parents. Until it's too late, and the witch is in that shack with yep. them eating the goat, and then you're like, okay, well, we're fucked now. Yep. You can still have the, the scene, though, where the brother goes to the house. But you just don't have the witch walk out. You just have him go to the house and then he's gone. And then later he comes back. So in our mind, we're like, well, does she, is she out there as well? Is it Thomason? That's what I would have right. preferred. Because yeah, while yeah. he's going through all of that stuff, you know he's been... No, I did, like the f- I did like the creepy, sexy lady. And now it's old lady hand. Yeah, that got me. I jumped at that. Yeah. <laughs> I did that. Um, all right. Well, I, I was scared, as mentioned. So I, I thought it did, it did its job. I will say that... The the ending I actually thoroughly loved. I as soon as as mm. soon as we heard Black Phillips' voice, I was actually as creepy as it was. I was like, "Oh, this is like this is proper magical realism now. I'm on board." And then especially when she went off to the coven and they're all doing their coveny thing and she starts to float up because I kind of thought, "Oh, now in my head, I'm like, this is actually an origin story for a villain." And that's really cool and i really liked that yeah, yeah. Huh. that's a cool way to look at it no i think that the last 10 minutes are undoubtedly the strongest 10 minutes of the film i think mm. i watched it with my brother and he kind of said he was like oh i loved the last 10 minutes and i wish that was the whole movie okay <laughs> yeah yeah because i and then like for me because we had those 10 minutes and i and i did like it so much and i did sort of think oh she's a she's just a super villain uh, that i basically put it in a box i could deal with i think is what really happened but it didn't have that lingering sort of dread that holly uh was talking about where i've just kind of gone no it was, it was cool at the end so i'm all right now <laughs> well it's it's look i believe it's a happy ending but also it's an, an a really great ending because it's she only becomes a witch because of her family mm. like they're like oh the devil made you do it no nope, you you yeah. fuck oh, it Tom, that's very good yeah that's great oh beautiful all right well then it actually brings us nicely to our next question did our characters act wisely or foolishly no they're all dumb <laughs> well, all by one, dumb. i would say i think thomason mostly was fine May, like the only thing like the only thing i can point to that i thought Look, if you didn't play up to the twins that you were a witch, yeah. you know, she at the creek, she sort of puts it on just to give them a bit of a scare. But ultimately, that kind of was enough. With a family that pious, maybe don't play those games, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Big mistake. Never give a twin, never give a sneaky twin. Thank you. Um, a look in. And that's what she did. Yeah. <laughs> those bloody sneaky twins, man. They'll bring you down. They'll bring the whole family down. Forgetting their prayers. Yeah. <laughs> Little shits. On twins. So, I, I've been asked this question my whole life. As a twin, people regularly ask, which one's the evil twin? As though there's a good twin, there's also an evil twin. I think it was that Macaulay Culkin movie that came out ages ago. I think it's because of The Simpsons. Yeah. Oh, that uh, Bart and Butts. What was, what was his? Hugo. <laughs> I knew you would know it, Tom. That's great. Hugo. Yeah, yeah. And then they have the the whole reveal is that it's actually the, they got it the wrong way around. Bart's the evil twin. Yeah, brilliant. That's very good. Well, I've I've always told people that I was the evil twin. And they're like, oh, you're generally pretty nice. I'm like, yeah. Because that's how evil presents itself. Oh, boy. <gasps> oh, good choice. Yeah, I was, I was always very proud of that one. <laughs> uh, Sean, we might have to have a private chat later about making Scaredy Boys a two-man show. <laughs> <laughs> Zoe, this is the last you'll ever hear from us, so it's been good. Yeah, it's been nice knowing you guys. Best of luck in the next life. When are we having our weekend getaway, guys? 
Oh, man, I'm going to possess a goat and then come and gore the shit out of you, Damo. <laughs> you fucker. Black Thomas. <laughs> no, they were, it was ratchet. Like, they just kept making the wrong... Like, that's inherently horror is always making the wrong choice. Yeah. But it was exceptionally weird to watch a family, like like you guys mentioned earlier in the episode, to believe a goat mm. <laughs> above their, their children. <laughs> Who should we believe? Uh, definitely the talking ghost. <laughs> Just trying to like picture my folks doing it. It doesn't quite work. Yeah, it is wild. The one that annoyed me was the decision, which happens so many in so many movies, was the whole, we'll leave in the morning. Oh, Just leave straight yeah. away. Yeah. Yeah. Like, who cares if it's dark? Just load up the bloody horses. Get out of yeah. there. You've already had enough. You're like, you've lost two children, basically, by this point. The crops are a heap of shit. Leave them. Look, the house isn't that impressive. I think you can rebuild. Like, get the hell out of there. Because he wants to send them off so that mm. Caleb can work for someone and the daughter can be married off to someone. Get them both out of there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that makes sense. It just takes too long. But but would he... Yeah. I mean, also because he is so pious. Like, who is his perfect partner for Thomason? Like, he's already set the bar quite high. But then I think he gets desperate. I think then it becomes like, I'm going to head into town and we'll, we'll basically just find someone. Sort of thing, you know? We'll take whatever we can get at this point. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm. All right, so how would we, the four of us, how would we do in this scenario? So let's say, let's give the setting as the four of us are living in one house together in close quarters beside a very creepy woods. We've got a pet goat. There might be something in the forest. I, I think we also, should we have their level of piousness or should we just ditch that? It can just be regular us in this scenario. Regular. I think it's regular us, but we would we would believe in a witch as well. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt that for a second. This one, this one's really obvious to me, and it's not going to shock you what my move will be. You just have to burn the forest. Set the forest on fire. Light it on yeah. fire. hundred percent. You that yeah. was going to be your answer. <laughs> and the house is cursed too. May as well be. We'll light we- the house on fire, and we'll and we'll we'll leave in the <laughs> middle of the night and go back to the town and get on our knees and be like, please take us back. We are fuckwits. And they'll be like, yes, you are. And they'll let us back in. <laughs> but what, at what point is this happening? So, obviously, when they first move there, they don't know they're in a shit area. Yeah, okay. So, like... I feel like when the baby disappears. Yeah. All right. So, which one of us is the baby in this scenario? Tom. Tom's the baby. Yeah. yeah baby. No, let's be honest. Right. I'm Thomas. Thomas said, okay. <laughs> all right, let's say Carney's, Carney's the baby. You all and him right. are playing pickaboo, and then all of a sudden you yep. take away your hands and he's gone. You yep. come back to Zoe yep. and me, and then we're like... Sean's gone. I'll be like, Tom. Playing pickaboo with him. He's a, he's a, he's a 30-year-old <laughs> man. He still loves pickaboo. <laughs> I bloody love it. He doesn't have object permanence. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> He'll never find his way back. He just assumes that the world's gone. <laughs> See, Tom, this is where I actually think I would fall into the same trap as the family because throughout this podcast, you've betrayed us innumerable times. I would instantly be like, well, this is what I mean. What the fuck did you do, Tom? Where's Carney? And you'd be like, no, I lost him playing pickaboo. And I'd be like, yeah, I'm not going to believe that. So where is he? He's an adult man. <laughs> this is true, but I would still think you've betrayed him in some for like a can of beans or something. I could see you, the witch. Three magic beans. <laughs> Three magic yeah. beans. Am I dead now? Uh, yeah, buddy. I think so. Yeah, sorry about yeah, that. I'm, I'm, yeah. Um, yeah. Ah, fair enough. Happens to the best of us. Also, I just want to <laughs> I just want to suggest that I Zoe, I don't know how you feel about this, but I think in this scenario you're the goat. 
<laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so basically, Damo, we, Zoe and I have to make our cases to Damo, and he has to decide which of us to burn, Zoe the ghost Black or Zoe. Tom possibly a witch. I mean, I'm definitely going with Zoe. It's not even like I said, Tom. You betrayed us so many I times. I am a god. I'll take Zoe goat every day of the week. <laughs> I've got those weird lizard eyes. <laughs> I'm gonna gore ya. Wait, does that mean that I get turned to the dark side in this? If I'm, I'm choosing Zoe, which I 100 percent am, because I, Tom, I'm sorry. You've you've done this to yourself in many ways. I don't trust you. So I think I'm choosing Zoe. Does that mean she turns me to the dark side? Yep. Now she gores you. Oh, so we all just die. No, no, no. I get turned to the dark side. Oh, she offers you a delicious form of living and you're like, oh, yes, please. Yum, yum, yum. <laughs> yeah. Damo, you're, you're, you're the group daddy in this situation. So you get killed, mate. Oh, I am the group daddy. Yeah, That really stack am. of firewood's oh. going to collapse on top of you. You're pretty good yeah. at chopping wood. It's true. Lumberjack. <laughs> or Look. worst case scenario... You're also the the twins, which you are. Yeah. So, but they all. Yeah. I'm. Look, I'm definitely getting killed along with Carney. Zoe, I'm not sure you having you in this scenario has worked out at all well for us. No, no, I'm just doing it for my own fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, congratulations. Uh, You're welcome. You've you've destroyed the scaredy boys. It's <laughs> all I've dreamed of doing. I will say this: not hard. <laughs> Oh, well, that is all the scary talk we have for this episode. I've been Damien. I've been Sean. I've been Tom. And I've been Zoe B. We are also planning to do a bonus Q&A episode at some point in the near future. So if any of you scary listeners have any questions for Sean, Tom, or myself, uh, you can email them to us at threescaredboys at gmail.com. Oh, three scared boys. <laughs> <laughs> She's lost it. She's absolutely lost it. I love that. <laughs> Or you can find us on Twitter at Scaredy Boys or individually. I'm at Midday Pajamas. I'm at Psychic Adawi. I'm at Awkward Trade. Where are you at, Zoe? Oh, I'm Zoe Sands Pants. And you can listen to my show, Why Am I Sad, on the Sands Pants Network. Lovely. And thank you, Zoe, so, so much for joining us this episode. It has been a lot of fun. And thanks for suggesting we watch The Witch. Oh, my God. Thank you for finally looking at my list. My handwritten list. (laughs) Never again. We avoided it for as much as we could. Uh, Thanks also to TR1 Hazel Amelia, who also suggested we watch this via Twitter, and Jacob, who suggested we watch it via email. And, Zoe, as soon as this lockdown is done, I think the four of us need to get together and uh, watch some more horror movies. Movie marathon night. Ring. Taking of Deborah Logan. The first thing we need to do is get very drunk together and then watch them the next morning. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yeah, you got to be hungover for it. It's the only way to do it. Love it. You're like, just bring on death. <laughs> just bring- <laughs> That's the mindset. That's the sweet spot right there. Great. Stay scared, everyone. <laughs>